money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money. But people are um, probably finished partying okay. for Canada Day. Okay. However, they celebrated. However, we celebrated. Well, if you didn't uh, celebrate, go back and listen to last week's show because we talk about that uh, a little what, bit. A on, little bit. We gave them a quiz last uh, week. I know, but there was a little to, bit of how to celebrate and, and all quiz? of that stuff. Yeah. I don't know. So, anyway. Yes. You can go back and listen, and you can do that at morethanenough.ca, notmine.ca, or chri.ca, or any of your favorite podcasting platforms. Correct. And if you have any questions or you have topics that you want to hear on the show, um, feel free to info at morethanenough, go to the website, or just simply give a call over, talk to Debbie, and say, hey, I'd love to hear this. Um, We're always always looking to hear what you want to hear. Well, Um, and we've got some questions, actually, that Debbie has compiled. Nice, today, nice so. segue, segue there. Way yes. to go, Reb. So we'll I, see, I set we were, you up for that one. Well, we were supposed to do more questions a couple weeks ago, and we just didn't have time. This, I, we said Dan just fast forwarded the show because it went so fast. But yeah, you know, I, I think it was a, a short show. Twenty eight minutes goes so fast. Anyway, okay, let's get to it. You've got some scripture that you want to share. <laughs> um, I was thinking this morning about the verse. Actually, I was given at my baptism when I was in grade nine. And it's First John 3, verse 1 is one of them. Uh, oh, how great a love the Father has bestowed mm. upon us that we should be called children of God, and such we are. And f- anyone who needs to hear that this morning as a reminder mm. of who we are, as we talk about issues of heart and money, um, it's really important that we filter all these discussions through our understanding that we are loved, that mm. we are God's kids, and that Jesus has come and Jesus has died, and he's paid our debt. Mm-hmm. He's, he's paid it, and he's alive and, uh, today and inviting us into his presence. So all these discussions we have about money, I just want to encourage you to filter them through the cross of Jesus, the mm-hmm. love of the Father that he has for us, and the power of the Spirit of God within us. And mm-hmm. that was just my encouragement to you uh, today, because that I actually woke up with that verse in my head. So, nice. Um, nice. But I, well, I was also going to read some stuff from Matthew 6, but that is all in the context of something we're going to, Dave's going to talk to me about this morning. Yeah. Ask me some questions because it's just the two of us. So, so, so are, are you going to read the scripture? Or well, keep keep everybody hanging? Oh, yeah, okay. or, or? Uh, Matthew, <laughs> Matthew 6. I'm just going to read. It's part of the Sermon on the Mount. And I've been spending a lot of time here lately. Um, but the one thing, I guess, because it's summer and we can be outside, um, if you're worried, mm-hmm. Jesus would probably say to you, don't worry, mm-hmm. because that's what he says to us in Matthew 6. Don't worry about your life, what you'll eat or drink, or about your body, what you'll put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They don't sow or reap or gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Mm-hmm. Which of you, by worrying, can add a cubit to his stature? 
So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow, neither toil nor spin. And yet I say to you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Yeah. So, and uh, as you mentioned, you're spending a little bit of time in there because there is purpose to you spending some time in there. Rebecca is in the midst of compiling her thoughts and putting them down on paper so that uh, we can all read what what you're thinking. Uh, as, you you want to know what I'm thinking? Money. Yeah. <laughs> Reb's pretty worried yeah. about doing this. I, uh, yeah, I'm pretty worried. The irony. I'm worried about writing a book. Anyway, yes, I. You know that the last few weeks, Dave has made me publicly tell everybody that this is what I'm doing. So this is what I'm doing, mm-hmm. and I've been in Matthew six uh, from about 19 to 34. Mm-hmm. Um, just looking at the verses where Jesus calls us to trust him and how do we cultivate, uh, that's a very um, powerful word, how do we cultivate that trust in our lives so that um, the worry weeds don't keep growing. So mm-hmm. that's what I'm writing about and thinking about and praying and it's about. very appropriate. I'm going to say this. Of course, I'm totally biased, but it's <laughs> so appropriate because, I mean, I think, you know, if we could do a show of hands, every single one of us that are listening here have worried at some point in time about money. Uh, I mean, we, we've all... We've all, in a sense, been experienced a time where we're like, man, like I'm, I'm actually a little worried. Now, maybe you're, you're saying, no, that's not me, Dave. Okay, you are the, the exception to the rule. There's always some exceptions. But for the most of us, the, that uh, the, there is a relationship between money and worry. And, and Reb, you're just tackling that head on. So I'm excited to Yeah, and I'm up in the night thinking, on. what am I doing here writing this book? I, yeah, my friend sent me a, a blog by Francine Rivers, who's a novelist, a Christian novelist. And uh, she's like, well, it takes three years to write a book. And, and I think, well, have I been spending three years? And I thought, I feel like I've been spending four Five, right? Fifteen. I, I was, <laughs> how old are you? Uh, and it was I know. Long, long I know. I know. It's anyway. But um, it's all as as my. I have a coach who's coaching me through the process of writing this uh, this book that will be out. Um, actually, for pre orders now already. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, but will be out in your hands in November, Lord willing. So um, as she's been coaching me, she says. You know, it, there's so much that you guys teach at Unleashed and through our, our workshops. And there's so much we teach um, just in general about what we do at More Than Enough. And it's it's like just packaging it in a, a different way. So so that's what's happening. And it, it is overcoming some obstacles for me. I've had to overcome some mental, spiritual obstacles, which will be in a conversation for another show, I think. But um, the reason we're talking about this, um, this is also segueing into some of the questions people have been asking us and, and, and how we're applying what I'm learning through the writing process to to what what we all have to do in our finances and we we kind of a loose title on on this random questions from the <laughs> pandemic right so these these are uh, you know some yeah, questions you that you've, great, you've oh, sent it, in yeah but you sure. had a great great thought so I have these obstacles that I've had to mm-hmm. overcome but as you reminded me you know every time I sit down to write I just have to get started. And that's one of the things that we want to encourage you all. If you have some financial goals or questions, you know, get started. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, that is the, uh, you know, kind of the, I guess we're going to hang around a little bit around some of these questions that, that we're talking about. Uh, and, and number one, you know, 
again, using you as the backdrop, Reb, I get to pick on you a little bit. Go when, ahead. When, you know, we've been talking about uh, some sort of book, some sort of writing uh, that you are going to do for, for a number of okay, years. you and Braun have been putting the gears to me about okay. getting it, get so a book written. So we've been suggesting lately <laughs> over the last number of years. But uh, So what are, uh, you know, and, and the question that, that we have on the paper here, just, you know, and I think this is, again, starting at a generalization, um, there are questions that you had around writing a book, never having done it before, never having, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's, there's just a whole bunch of stuff when you start to do something new. So it starts with a thought, and, and I'm going to relate that to our money. Um, most of us and a lot of us, when we're dealing with money, um, we kind of grow into our money. We, we have a, you know, we have some relationship with money, maybe through our parents early in our, in our lives, and then we we kind of grow into the spot where it's now hey it's my money i get to spend it any mm-hmm. any way i want and you start asking different and and uh interesting questions the minute that you commit and or that you have that revelation that it is now my responsibility to to manage money and it's a little bit like you with the book you know it's easy to talk about the book as something that someone else is doing francine rivers or how she did it but then when you started to, to think, okay, I'm committing to write the book. You, you got to a point where you said, yep, okay, well, I'm going to commit. Yeah, and I got a coach. Right? And then you started asking different questions. Yes, or my, and my coach started asking me questions. Mm-hmm. But before it even got there, you know, um, there was some work the Lord was doing in my heart in the midst of it that actually had nothing to do with the book, but had to do with some obstacles from my past that weren't allowing me to move forward. And once I started to pray about those, to repent of some of those things mm-hmm. that had chained me, because it, it did feel like chains. I didn't even know it. I didn't even know that some of um, my things from the past were keeping me from actually entering into getting started to mm-hmm. write the book. Mm-hmm. And once, and, and I'm still working through some of those, sure. but I have enough freedom and having a coach to say, okay, what, what's your, what, what are you doing in the next four weeks? What, what's your deadline? How much time are you going to give to writing? What are you going to do? Um, we had to make some of those concrete things and put them in the calendar. So that's when, when you get started, you have to actually decide commit, put it in the calendar. Um, you, and basically one of the questions that have come from our office is, well, how do you, how do you do something like pay down your mortgage faster? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, David, that's, I mean, that's your realm. Mm-hmm. And I mean, what do you do in light of what we're talking about in context? Yeah. And, and I think that, again, this is where we're making the correlation. The process is still the same. You know, uh, we use the acrostic financial awareness creates empowerment, F-A-C-E. And in your case with the book, it would be, I need, I need some awareness of, of what, what is it going to look like? How, all of that, uh, you know, the, what resources do you have available to you? All of that process is the same. And when we, when we start foundationally with a question like, how do I pay my mortgage fat and down faster? Or one of the other questions is, is, you know, there's been a, during the pandemic, uh, we, we've experienced a reduction in income. So, you know, how do we survive on less? Again, totally different questions. Right. But in a lot of ways, they start at the same place where you say, okay, I need some awareness. I need to, uh, I need to step back. I need to look at what my history is. What am I believing about this? Mm-hmm. You know, what are the, uh, I say often that there, there are five assets 
that every single person has that we want to kind of bring into our lives every single day. So asset number one we think of, of course, is money, right? And we think, okay, well, I might not have any assets. I might have all debt and no assets. Okay, well, that's one of the five. So let's, you know, let's look at number two is relationships. So what relationships do I have that I can, uh, that I can speak to, uh, ask questions of? Uh, who do I know that can help me? Um, there, there's opportunity, Right. So what opportunities are there? Do I have, uh, you know, again, some resources? Do we have some, uh, Reb, you love me when I do this because, you know, I'll look, you'll say, Hey, Dave, uh, do you have this? Uh, or <laughs> we need to fix this or, and I'll go, Oh, I think I got one stuck in a drawer somewhere. Yes. I, I admit there, there are certain things <laughs> that I pack away and then I pull it out and, and I go, oh, I think I can make this work. You know, what resources, uh, and, and what opportunities do you have to solve? the problem and today we're talking about really three questions we're talking about your book we're talking about how I pay the mortgage off faster or how do I live on less three totally different you know questions and yet they all start with okay what money do I have what opportunities do I have what relationship do I have and then the last two are time and talent right Mm -hmm. so what time do I have can I can I again in the in the in the uh, question of how do I live on less well do I have some time that I could actually invest some time into some sort of employment that can generate income because uh, maybe the the issue is is that I need to generate some income because my income has mm-hmm. what what opportunities do I have who do I know that might be hiring uh, you know again in in this environment when we look at specifically that question relationship is a is a large one for finding employment and finding employment mm-hmm. that, that it's who you know in this environment because there's lots of competition for jobs so you know looking at that and saying who do I know what time do I have and being really clear on on what you're willing to to work with with you in the book uh, you know when we look at time you know we've had to change our mm-hmm. our calendar we've had to change our how our family runs to give you the time that you need mm-hmm. um, so that you can spend it on writing this book mm-hmm. again it's so how are we going to change that what do we do well we're we're looking at relationships with the kids and they're making dinners a few nights so that you don't have to or you go away for a weekend on a writing weekend and i'm looking after the kids and and we're we're working on that together so <laughs> when we look at that those five assets time talent relationship opportunity and money um don't just get stuck on the one money thing when we think about assets. Well, I was actually going to say, you know, what are, what are the obstacles? So I, as I briefly said, there's some obstacles from my past that I didn't know were related to me not getting to the seat. And actually, even though I write blogs, even though we do the podcast, even though I do the workshops we've written and I, mm-hmm. I, I work on improving those, you know, on and off. I, I've been writing. It's not like I don't write. I mm-hmm. write all the time. I, I daily. I'm you a, know how to do it. I know how to do it. I'm a daily writer. What was the obstacle for getting some of the material into a devotional book form mm-hmm. that we're we're creating for our clients or for you listeners? Well, it had nothing to do with anything I thought, and it was something the Lord had to show me. So to me, let's go back to that one. So we know that we have these resources, and you're maybe wondering, why can't I get to my debt repayment? Mm -hmm. And maybe you need to spend some time in your walk with God, get quiet, 
take a journal, take your Bible, go for a walk and ask him specifically, what am I believing that's keeping me from this? What, what, mm-hmm. what am I, I say, I love you, but in my finances, I, every habit you have is, is opposed to what you say you love. Mm-hmm. And, um, it, it's a really, it's not an easy road, but, but as God guides you through his spirit, it's possible and freedom is possible. And, and you can say, you know what? Well, we've got a reduced income. We just can't do it. Well, is there a limiting belief there for you? Mm-hmm. When you say, I just can't, we just can't make it. Is it true? Mm-hmm. Or is that a, a, a limiting belief you've put on your financial story in this season? And there's a couple things to practically do there, right? So, I mean, number one is um, just looking at, for example, using your, your example where you say there just doesn't seem to be enough money. Well, um, one of the things that, that is is just sharing stories. You would not believe how many people have gone through life and said, there was a time in my life where there just was not enough money and and we counted pennies and we did this and we did that and we and and some of that is is just inspirational it's just going just a little bit like okay i'm not the only one who's been here yeah, before but, but and frankly we don't want to pinch pennies like i, I, I get I mean, it like do I, I want to put all the work in of writing and writing for a day and throwing the whole thing out at the end of the day N- not really that's not fun i mean I'm not saying it's fun. I'm just saying there's some inspiration there that you're sitting across the table from somebody who has maybe been where you are. And look, they're still alive and yes. they, they're they still there and, and they may have some encouragement. And, and it may not even be anything that you didn't know. It's not like there, there may be some great silver bullet that they share with you. Just simply knowing that they've uh, been there. They've been before. there. And I, I mean, and I mentioned that. Because it jumps out at me. Do we really want the change? Do we mm-hmm. really want to, to you know? That's it, the hard issue. Well, That's the hard work. Right? And and in writing, um, there there's a phrase that I hear over and over, and I probably misquote it, but it's you know when we write, we don't we don't write, sit down and write the whole thing at once. We're like a mouse who who's eating an elephant, and mm-hmm. you know you just do it one bite at a time. And when it comes to your debt or paying down your mortgage faster, or or um, facing a new spending plan and budget because your income has been reduced, y- you're not going to just tackle it in one fell fell swoop. Like you're you're going to do it one bite at a time. You're going to make one step, and what's the Every what's day. the get you you get mm-hmm. started? You're making one step towards that. So um, I guess part of that is once once you can identify some obstacles that are keeping you any limiting beliefs or behaviors or your can, can I jump in there though because I really I really want to you know when when you sit back and you step back and you said something really important that you go away that you you get alone that you there are definitely uh, there is power in um, stepping away shutting down some of the voices getting away with you and your husband if the two of you are are working through so, uh, what I call a, a money puzzle we can call it a money challenge and I know it's maybe semantics here but mm-hmm. but it's a money puzzle because really it's something that it, it's it's something that needs to be solved um, and and you know when you have the discussion and, and we're going to use those two questions if there's not enough income if, if you you recognize that you know the cost of living, has outpacing is outpacing our income. 
Well, that's something that we, and it's a puzzle to be, to be solved. And you solve that together as a couple. Uh, if you're single, you, you, sometimes in light of your own, uh, just your own voice. And this is where you said, you know, you get alone and you, you shut down some of the voices, you listen to the Lord, but also you, you want to listen to, okay, what are some of the, the, the different perspectives? So you shut down, you get quiet, you say, okay, this is what's going on. I've identified the obstacles. Um, I've identified maybe some things that, that need to change. And then when you get to the solving of the puzzles, then you do need to come back right, and say, community. okay, yeah. now I'm thinking this. And and what do you think about that? You know, I'm thinking. You know, well, and, and I, I mean, we always put a plug in for coaching, but that's part of the reason we have a coaching company mm-hmm. is to have people not to tell you what to do, but to have a place to bounce some of these puzzles and and uh, and challenges mm-hmm. off of, but but I know you're then you you're, commit right uh, you yes. know again uh, you, you want to go okay so work through this this getting started this obstacle this uh, you know kind of allowing the the facing my finances you know, you know seeing you the truth a, of it right, right so you know you ha- there's an issue you you know that might might be some obstacles so you've gone and spent some time with the Lord and and maybe a trusted friend to mm-hmm. process through some of it then then you come back into community and say okay how do we how do i do this and that's why some of the folks have given us these questions mm-hmm. right how do i live on on less than i can make when my when my income's reduced and how do i pay my debt down faster how do i write a book mm-hmm. and for me i went to natalie mm-hmm. and uh, she's helping me and and some others who have our writers who encourage me along the way and and then you commit to it and say okay we've got but before even committing to it i don't know maybe you as a coach can tell me do you commit to the change first or do you commit or, or do you get a plan first? So you, you create this plan and then you commit to it or do what you do both, right? You do so it at the I same mean, time. The awareness of, of, you know, again, be, being the reality of whatever your situation and, and saying, you know, what are the opportunities? What are the assets that I can employ? You know, you're committing to, uh, in a sense, a change. And this is probably the, the, like one of the key things in terms of commitment is, is I'm not sure what the change is going to look like. But I'm going to commit because if I keep doing the same thing the same way, I'm going to get the same results. Right. And so uh, if I don't like those results, if they're not satisfying, you know, whatever the problem is, whatever I've identified as, as the issue, then I need to change. And again, I'm going to go back to your book. If you, you say, hey, I've committed to writing a book, that's wonderful. And you never sought help and you never took time out of our, you know, the schedule that we have, our regular schedule with the family. And you never said to us, listen, some things have to change here if I'm going to write a book, mm-hmm. then you would never write a book. Well, you would talk about writing a book, well, but you would never write Well, right, and then you, so when it comes down to, um, you know, a mortgage, paying down mortgage yeah. faster, it's a commitment. You figure out how you want to do that because it often would mean taking money from somewhere else in your spending plan and putting it towards your mortgage. You commit to it, and then, I mean, this is a very practical thing, yeah. which I, you can't do when you're writing because you can't automate your writing, but you can automate payments, Absolutely. <laughs> I, I'm just throwing that in there because my coaching encouragement this week in my inbox from more than enough was automate, automate, automate. Mm-hmm. And that's one of your favorite things, Dave. Uh, you know, when, once you identify, once you go and you say, okay, we want to pay the mortgage down. And, and I'm going to give the quick summary before you pay the mortgage down, you know, 
Get out of debt. No consumer debt. Get rid of all of your consumer debt before you even consider paying that mortgage down. Get your uh, emergency, or what I like to call the whoopee cushion, in place three to six you months. You never let me call it the whoopee cushion. Uh, I call it the whoopee cushion. It's my deal. No, so, I... Anyway, it, we're going to have to talk about my, that. Like, you told me I couldn't call the emergency cushion a whoopee cushion. Well, that's that, up to you, but... Uh, so... <laughs> That's, okay, it's my it's that, my yeah. tagline. I'm taking anyway, ownership of that tagline. An emergency cushion is not so. a whoopee cushion, but yes, that's a non- so. Okay, go ahead. Three to six months. <laughs> <laughs> three to six months worth of savings in your and and again we can talk about that and come to the the the, the seminars that we're doing quarterly. <laughs> but the the reality is is pay off your debt three to six months in savings and then look at okay now I'm ready to tackle. So you have to have that foundation. You have to have those things in place. Now I'm ready to to tackle the mortgage. And in that case, uh, it's just simple. A technical exercise. You do it once. You review it once a year. So you set it up. You can take care of. Uh, you can do it and just add to your payments, or you can uh, do it as a lump sum payment, maybe once or twice a year, depending on. So how they'd the have to talk is. to their lending institution about that, or for sure, yeah, okay. you know, and and or you, uh, you know, talk to if, me. If, I mean, uh, we deal with all of them. So you know, it's just a matter of saying what are the prepayment privileges that you can, and there are limitations on different ones for different products. So the prepayment. Privileges Privileges and, and you just take advantage of them. But as you said, key there, automate, automate, automate. Just set it, forget it, and review it once a year and say, okay, are we still good this year to continue to make those payments? Yes. Okay, great. Can we increase those payments this year? Yes, no. So that that's just kind of uh, the, 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 the technical part. The techn- And we want to throw that in there, mm-hmm. but the technical part we can help you figure out even. Or, Absolutely. Um, but it does often, the biggest hurdles go back to what we started the show with. The obstacles, getting started. Becoming aware. Becoming like, aware. I'd love to pay the mortgage down, but every month I'm going further and further into debt because I'm living on less than I'm making. Right. Well, you're not, not ready for and, that. And okay. knowing what yeah. and knowing what your limiting beliefs yeah. are as yeah. well. So, uh, yeah, it's. I know we're coming to the end of the show, and there's always so much to say, and we very seldom tackle all the questions because well, we, we got two in we today. Got kinda, well, well we didn't really two. tell people how they can help you know, uh, I guess the nitty gritty about living on less than you make when you're in a pandemic and you're... Well, and I guess my my thought there, it's it's so generalized, but look at the other assets. Get a loan, write those assets oh, the down. Other you're five you're gonna, you're I'm going to put them, put in, the them show in the show notes, notes today. Yeah. And, and look at those things and say, Lord, what are the things that you have deposited with me already that, that I can take advantage of? Because so often we get just myopic on... I just need to make more money, and that means I need to get a job, and that means this, this, this. And God doesn't work that way. God I've is, seen God supply yes. in so many different ways. Um, there's Again, we could have a whole other show just about listening to the Lord and just doing what he says and seeing the fruit of just plain old obedience. Like, this is just an exercise in obedience, Lord. I don't know where it's going to end up, but here's my, here's my prayer, here's my issue, and and this seems to be the answer you're saying to me, so I'm just going to go do it. And seeing how the Lord uh, reveals himself, and again, how he provides when we go back to Matthew 6, and, and maybe we'll end with us, and, and you can pray, Reb, is go back to Matthew 6 and just being able to trust that the Lord knows that he is on the journey with you. Mm-hmm. And so um, just trust that what he says in Matthew 6, that he really will care for you, mm-hmm. then you can trust that. Mm-hmm. Lord, thank you that you are with us. 
us and that you are Jehovah Jireh and you are our provider and you do it in ways that we can't even imagine when we start the journey. So I just pray that whatever sticks with people today, they will commit to, they will seek you in it, and um, they will find freedom with you on their financial journeys. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thanks, Rev. It was fun. Yeah. Have fun writing. I will. uh, Yeah, the next six weeks you're getting reruns. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, enjoy the rerun shows this summer. All right, and join us uh, in six weeks for another live version uh, and while we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.